Ja. Ja. Hello, hello, this is Jason E. And welcome to the Trading and Ascension Podcast. While discussing topics related to personal development, spiritual growth, and day trading, this podcast provides thought-provoking concepts and direct source energy to help us evolve as humans and professional traders. All of this while I'm logging my journey. Today's episode is about receiving solutions. And take note that I didn't you know, call this finding solutions or finding answers. Solutions aren't really found on the seeker's journey. They are received the same way you don't find natural sleep. Sleep takes over your body. Now you can create a space in which sleep happens, you know, like we do most nights when we prepare ourselves and do our pre-bed routine and we lay down. We do the right things and then sleep happens. And slimmer, similarly, <laughs> similarly, there's a preparation process of doing the right thing to receive answers. We don't find answers. Now, we can seek answers. And maybe that's confusing, but today we'll take an in-depth exploration of all of this. And my goal is, and the takeaway for you, listener, my friend, is to have a thorough understanding of how to receive the answers you want or need. But not just the answer, the solution. Because I feel this process would be, it'd be no good if I was only talking about how to get a plan or how to get an idea. That's not what this episode is about. If you have a situation in which you need an answer, a solution, maybe it's a problem, maybe you feel stuck, or maybe you're just proactively looking for your next milestone and taking yourself to the next level. If that is you, then this episode is for you. So like we hate to drive through, let's get it in. We we tend to smother out the flames that produce solutions for us and in two ways mostly. So I'm, I'm going to be talking about creating this middle ground space, more like a, a vacuum in space for the answer to be received. This solution vacuum lies between there is no answer and there must be an answer. Right between those two beliefs is receiving your answer. This place is a a valley in which the merging of ease and expectancy dwell. Now, I, I won't go far down the path of, you know, trusting in the universe to give you an answer or believing the answer will come, but... Honestly, that's all underlying this information. And this isn't, you know, much of a philosophy show. So we're going to stay in the lane uh, of the place where I always think we convene on on this show. And that's the place of having this applicable knowledge to test out in our own life. You know, in short, I will say you won't get an answer that you can't receive. Imagine saying... You know, I won't accept a a package from Amazon. Of course, no matter how many times, you know, Amazon, UPS, whoever knocks on the door or how full the mailbox gets, you can just avoid it. So you do have to, you know, take this required solution receiving action with an expectancy. But like I said, there's this middle ground we must find because just like not wanting to receive the package, there's the other side of the spectrum that we may fall into 
And you know how they say parents that, you know, are overbearing, overwatching their kids or helicopter parents. There's times when we're hovering over a situation and we're these helicopter manifestors. And this is a block of the flow of life. And it usually is a halt to the solution that you seek. Because as we know, the question energy isn't the same as the solution energy. So, you know, to use a metaphor, it's like a kite. You're running with this kite, expecting it to take off, but you won't let it go. You're overbearing. You're overthinking about it, right? You're mulling over this issue. So you have to expect the solution, but you have to let go of the kite, right? And those are the two common mistakes that block solutions. So if you need a solution, if you could go for an answer in your life, a divine solution, you know, we're going to talk about how we can do that. And something that's worked in my life time and time again is what I'm going to call the, the car method, C dot, A dot, R. Now, I've never called it that before. I started that, you know, to convey the message in this episode because I do find it helpful to use acronyms for steps. You know, I was talking with my baby earlier and uh, and we were discussing how important it is to have these tools ready and accessible when we need them. Because so many times, you know, when the energy of turmoil or life stress happens, you won't be able to create them in that moment. You know, you won't have access to that creativity and that resource. So you just have to refer to your toolkit. So I find acronyms are always easy to find in the toolkit when there's the emotional upheaval in life. So the CAR method for finding solutions. This is a specific process for specific solutions. So as I go through breaking down these, these three steps, the C dot A dot R, I'll try to talk about what it's for um, and what it's not. So when you take the scientific approach in your own life, you know when and where to apply this. And as a reminder on trading ascension, when I say the scientific approach, I'm talking about taking deliberate action and logging the results so you can see how effective something is in your life. Like I mentioned, this is, you know, some philosophy topics. We can philosophize about them, but this isn't a philosophy show. So C, C is for clarity. You must have clarity on the problem or you can't find an answer to it. You can't find an answer to a a problem that you don't have. You know, if you were in school and you walked into class and the teacher was like, what's the answer? (laughs) Never gave you a problem. You'd be totally lost. Right now, there's a process for general problems, but this isn't it. When you're like, oh, you know, my life sucks or I don't I don't know what's going on. Right. Compared to what we'll cover today. That general problem has or requires more faith and more action. But again, we won't talk about that today. So the car process is applicable for a very specific problem when you have clarity on the problem. So like instead of like that example, oh, my life sucks, you might say, 
you know, my job sucks. It's very specific. And you know, okay, I need a new job. My vehicle won't start. I need a new vehicle. So again, the C is for clarity. And the clarity, the question to answer to get this clarity is, what do I need? The clarity that I'm talking about in the C.A.R process is never the answer to a why question. So if you say, why does my life suck? Why does my business, why is my business failing? This process C.A.R, it won't work for that. The clarity I'm talking about in the C.A.R process is never the answer to a how question. If you say, how did I get myself in this situation? How do I stop my business from failing? The car process won't work for those. And let me explain further because on the surface level and because of a very interesting indoctrination that pushes ego and ego methods. And when I say ego, I mean edging God out. Because of that, we believe, a mass belief, that the how of things is our job as humans. How seems like the the right problem solution or solving kind of question. But I can say with certainty that it can be damaging and it can dramatically slow down the receiving of a solution. Now, not the answer. An answer may still come, but the solution, right, the ultimate goal you want may be delayed. And this is because you are pigeonholing, when you ask these how questions, you're pigeonholing the blessing. And by blessing, I mean that ultimate solution that you seek. And let me give you an example. Let's say you're you're stuck in a hole, a large pit, and you decide to go with the how question, right? You go in the how question route. And you say to yourself, how do I get a rope to get out of this hole, to get out of this, this pit? And of course, you know, the reticular activating system, that part of the brain, it starts narrowing on what you're searching for. It's that part of the brain that helps you pick out of all the information in your awareness. It helps you pick out what you're focused on. And you're familiar with how this works, right? You know, the the example of the Activating system when you buy a new car or you heavily think about a particular make and model and then you just see it everywhere. You know that part of the brain. And so you're in a hole and it starts raining. How can I get a rope to get out of this hole? It starts raining and you feel cursed and fear sets in. And you start thinking, I'm going to drown in this hole. So you start digging these like sideways down holes to to catch water. And you're digging those all around. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to dig one side of the pit down a little bit further to catch this water to keep it off my neck. And then you're standing on one side in the mud, slipping down into the water. It's muddy. It's slippery. It's frustrating. And it's like life is against you. And you're like, damn, you know, why am I not getting my solution? You ever felt like that? Ever felt like, you know, you had some stuff going on and you just wanted a solution, but you were just fighting life and things were getting worse. 
right when you just needed <laughs> a question answered or a solution. And then you're in this hole and you sit there and you wait and you wait and you wait. And you're in the mud and you're frustrated and you just want that rope to be don't, thrown down to you. And that's because you've decided on how you think you should get out of the hole. You pigeonhole your abundance. You tried to force all the solutions of the universe into what you thought might happen. The one possibility that you locked in on. But when we take a more open to all possibilities approach to our solution, when we do that on the clarity step, instead of focusing on a how question, we focus on what do we need? From that approach, we no longer are narrowing or pigeonholing the possibility of that solution. Everything opens up as a possibility. We're opening up to the abundance of a higher intelligence, the creator of the universe, the source energy. With that approach to clarity, it's not a how question, it's what do I need? So again, we're in this hole and we may say, what do I need? Well, (laughs) I need to get out of this hole. It starts raining, but this rain isn't a curse anymore. It isn't a, a punishment from the universe. It isn't life sucking. It isn't God hates me. It becomes, oh, wow. I'm floating up a little bit. Wow, this thought it would be terrible, but this this blessing, hey, keep the rain coming. You you start to hold on to the side, you know, and next thing you know, you're you're close enough to climb out of that hole. Your goal is reached. And because you became clear on what you needed. Now, A is action. C dot A. But, you know, this acronym, is I guess it's more like a initialism, you know, and as we know, the, the rules are fuzzy, but you get my point. There's a dot before the A, C dot A. And that is a space. That's a hard stop because you have to back off And you have to take a little ease about what you need. And this simply means that you stop giving attention. You take your mind to something else. And I like to do this by playing the um, surprise party game. And I've never had a surprise party. But for me, you know, I like to imagine, you know, a scenario. Let's say you you looked at an email and you're like, oh, wow, there's going to be a surprise party for me. However it happens, right? And then you know what's happening. So you consciously all day, you're waiting for some people to jump out, right? You're a little more aware, right? You're like, you know what? You're noticing things like, did I leave that door open? Wait, you know, they don't usually ask me to meet them here. So you have this light expectancy, but you're you're still going about your day. You're not sitting around waiting for the party. That would be crazy, right? (laughs) Like, I'm going to sit on my couch till they surprise me. You're not on the internet all day looking for the party. You're definitely not sleeping all day, you know, waiting for the party. You're going about your business, waiting, knowing that the party planners know your schedule. And at some point, you're going to be surprised. And so this is, this is that dot. This is how you wait for an invitation 
to take action. And so remember, it's the C.A in this acronym or initialism, and the A is action, right? So we've got clarity, and now we're anxiously awaiting to take action. And, you know, you have to keep this mind of awareness because that call of action will come. Oh, it's going to come. And this action will not be the solution, but it's going to be the path towards the solution, which is why there's, you know, one more step in the process after you take action. But of course, you know, before that receiving step, which is R, there's a, another dot, another period there. So it's the C dot, A dot, R. The R is receiving. And this dot before the R, this is the call to do something before the results. And actually, it's it's really nothing to do. This it's it's nothing physically to do. This dot after action is aligning with the answer. So in our whole metaphor, this looks like I'm waiting, I'm clinging to the sides, I'm I'm getting higher, I'm asking for more rain while I'm thinking how awesome it would be to get to the top of that hole. I'm locked in on the goal of of getting to that grass up there. I'm not even aware how much energy I'm putting out. I'm not checking my waterproof watch and saying, geez, I've been floating for 30 minutes. All my focus is on the top of that hole. I'm locked in with my eyes, with my mind. I'm looking for the next root that's sticking out to grab. I am taking little strokes. I'm floating. I'm reaching. I may be slipping a little bit, mud may be falling on my face. I wipe it off immediately and I keep my eyes on the top of that hole. I'm keeping that result and that solution right on the top of my mind. And I want to highlight something, you know, some keys to the process here, because I want you to know that you do not need to see the whole path to take the next step. If I was waiting around to get the entire plan and let's say, you know, the plan was like, all right, I I know now that I'm going to it's going to rain and I'm going to float up and I'm going to grab roots and I'm going to climb out of the mud and get out of this hole. You know, it'd be I'd be waiting forever, inactively stuck. So if you're waiting around to get the whole plan Or if you're the type of person who thinks they can't take action on the next step because they don't know anything past that step. You have to understand that a lot of times that that step after the step you're on, it won't reveal itself early. But when we take the action of the next available step, then the step after that becomes an obvious next action. So let's sum this up. C dot A. R, the letter C is for clarity. Clarity is gained by asking a what do I need question, not a how question, not a why question. Once you figured out what you need, there's a dot. And this dot is to give a space of vacuum by not thinking about it. You know, it's easy to, to mull over the things we lack. Like, I need this solution. I don't have this solution. And it builds on lack energy because we're focused on lacking it. You know, and this energy puts us further away from the solution. 
the action that you take at the dot is going about your life, you know, with an, an expectancy waiting for that A, that call to action. And I like to think of this, like I mentioned, as that surprise party, you know, waiting with a joyful expectancy going about your day. And two things are happening when you do this. One, you're ready to engage, right? You're in a state that isn't I need. And both of those things work on your behalf, you know, because, of course, we don't want to attract more need or more lack. And then we go. And let's sum it up. So C, clarity, dot, hard stop for that space, play the party game. And then A is action, which we take with boldness when the opportunity comes. No doubt it will come. Just don't be afraid. Your job is to to not wimp out when this action pops up. You know, don't don't piss yourself when they (laughs) jump out and say, surprise. (laughs) It's going to happen. It's going to happen from that clarity going to happen for you giving it space and waiting for this action with expectancy. And then after this action, C dot A dot, there's another dot, which is a hard stop reminder that we need to fully take on and take our attention to the mind of the receiver, the wish fulfilled, the future self. And this is another step that we can do with questions. So let me give you some tools for this last stop before receiving. You can ask yourself, you know, how does it feel to, you know, fill in the blank? What would it be like to fill in the blank? And, you know, sticking to my my metaphor of the hole, you can say, how would it feel to be the man standing on the grass outside the hole? Or what would it be like to be the woman standing over this hole, looking down inside it. And then you, you sit with those answers. You, you marinate on that energy and let that answer to those questions come into you, into your being. And another question that it's a Neville Goddard classic is remember when. And, and this is good when it's hard for you to see yourself in the solution. So if you have a lot of uh, energy blocking your belief, right? And you don't think that you can transcend what's currently going on. You can say, I remember when I was in the hole. I remember when I was swimming in, looking around at the sky. I remember being at the bottom of that hole and looking up. And these remember when statements, they usually have enough of the current situation, the current reality to where they don't cause much energetic upheaval in your current belief system. And then after, you know, that dot is receiving and there's nothing for you to do here except stay out of your own way. Don't mess up the process. Don't do something silly. Just be a receiver. Celebrate. You did it. You got it done. And I know you could do it. And I hope this was helpful. It was super fun to create. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed, if you benefited from our time together, please share this podcast with others you care about. You can check out more thought-provoking talks around personal growth, spiritual growth, and day trading at tradingascension.com. Send me a message. I'd love to connect with you. You could join the VIP list there, get exclusive content that will help you ascend, ascend on your journey. 
And I have a free gift there for you. If you're a trader who wants to bounce back faster emotionally from a trading mistake so you can get to that optimal state of success, go ahead and take advantage of the free gift. Go get it now. And one last thing, remember to be the hero of your story. Mm